Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen. I'm Janine, and of course, I am here with Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Yay. <laughs> yay. Me. Yes. But yay, not me. <laughs> because yay, you. And yay for Morgan Hasn't Seen. Yes. Aren't you excited? Your name is in the title of the show. <laughs> I have never been excited that my name's in the title of this show. Um, 50 something episodes in now and yeah yes. uh, my, my face is there right right smack bang on the logo well then that in, just means the... you've watched 50 something movies that you've never seen before how does that make you feel educated yes see it's edutainment yes. edutainment here sometimes not though seen. sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's it's not even entertainment though sometimes it's just oh god what the hell was this we've had very rarely very few bad apples in the bunch of things you haven't seen so i think we're what doing was the okay. last absolutely trash bag movie we watched for this Ooh. hmm I don't remember. I can't Probab- even remember. Probably because it was too trash bag. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Deja Vu over on the main show has a, a little higher percentage of trash bag movies than than Morgan hasn't seen does. So, yes. Yes. Um, we are carrying on with our Movies About TV series today. Uh, last week we were talking about The Running Man, which was, you know, very fun and wacky and Arnold and craziness. Yes. And this week we are talking about what, Ginny? We are talking about Ed TV, directed by Ron Howard. Yes, with McConaughey. Yes. And this is like peak rom-com McConaughey. Yes. I feel like. Or maybe, what is it, like 99, this movie? So it's maybe maybe even early rom-com McConaughey. Yeah, I think he was not quite there yet. I think he got more into like his, um, you know, how to lose a guy in 10 days and um, yeah, that kind of stuff, maybe closer, it, deeper into the 2000s. Yeah. Failure um, to launch. Ghosts yes, of girlfriends past. <laughs> see, you can rattle off the name of these random movies like <laughs> No One's Business. I have no idea. Um, I mean, I, I have heard of those movies. Yes, obviously. But have I seen those movies? <laughs> well, I haven't no. seen some of them either. I haven't, I haven't seen Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. <laughs> Does it not just sound trash bag? It does. I mean, especially you, someone who loves Dickens' Christmas Carol, and this is just some weird rom-com is that what it version. Is? I think it's supposed to be like some rom-com-y oh dear. take on that. <laughs> I do like A Christmas Carol. I think you it's are like, very right. I think it's a Christmas time movie, and I think it's supposed to be in the vein of that, but like a silly rom-com, if, from what I recall. But, yeah. Are we just all thankful McConaughey turned his career around? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But having said that, Ed TV is actually a surprisingly, or I found it at least, a surprisingly 
great movie and a surprisingly smart movie. Yes. I was expecting a little bit of silliness. Mm-hmm. And, Which you um, got some of that, but and I even when I rewatched it again, of course I've seen this movie many times. I actually was thinking the same thing. I'm like, then this movie, I thought it was going to be kind of light, and he was just going to think, oh yeah, this is a okay movie. But in like seeing how they did things, and I was like, this movie is kind of smart. I really think he's going to like this movie. So yeah, yeah. And rewatching it, I kind of realized kind of how smart it was, and it surprised me because I was like. I don't remember it being like this really well um, directed and well told. And yeah. I just think it's got a lot of, uh, I I think it's got a lot of things to say. I think it's like oddly poignant for such a, like a, a, when you think of the premise of a movie is somebody is like a company sets up a TV show to follow Matthew McConaughey around 24 hours a day for a month or however long it ends up being three months. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the premise of the movie to have so much to say about privacy and dignity and, you know, corporate, um manipulation <laughs> manipulation exactly and the the sort of um inhuman nature of large corporations who just see money and that's very un- it was very unusual for me to see rob reiner like nice guy rob reiner in the role of the evil evil corporate <laughs> tv executive yes because but i'm the- so used to seeing rob reiner as just a happy smiley dude yes um, but yeah, even the, and the whole twist with him at the end was great. I thought that was very smart. It was, <laughs> and it was very funny as well. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's unfortunate, but also funny. <laughs> uh, there is, there is a, obviously a lot of humour in this movie. It is really, it's, it's just a, it's a rom-com just with intelligence put into it, I think. Um, that, and you know, we can assume that comes from Ron Howard because Ron Howard is obviously a very well uh, rounded and more than competent great filmmaker. And yes, and um I know on um we've talked recently on other shows about um you know filmmakers ability to jump into different genres and I think Ron Howard is a director that does do that well you know we've seen him do serious stuff like you know Beautiful Mind and then he can come and do something fun like this and also um, you know play with those silly aspects but then also kind of delve into some real issues about what this could be like for somebody so I think grounding it like that was what made it very smart and um, kind of relatable because then you could kind of think about you know how would I be with my family kind of being and myself and all my stuff kind of being broadcast all the time. Yeah. I mean, look, it's kind of similar to today, really. I mean, yeah, this movie may have come out 21 years ago. (laughs) But in terms of... In terms of what it's saying about, like, personal privacy and stuff like that, 
and the, the, this movie really values privacy. Yeah. It it is it really really does. Um, but look at how people are on Facebook and various other socials today. Yes. You can bl- you can blast your entire life on those things. And, and you can just do. put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I suppose <laughs> it's more of a crafted sort of um, perception yes. idea on on that sort of stuff. But ultimately, you can it can it can result in less privacy for yourself than you would want, which I think is just the same point Concept. that this movie's making. Yeah. And obviously this movie takes it to the extreme, like 24 hours for three months. This guy's on television. Yeah. Doing literally anything. And it obviously doesn't go well because everybody finds out that, well, things happen, don't they? (laughs) Things happen like they would in normal life that you wouldn't bat an eyelid at because nobody knows. Yes. But things come out. Or nobody's watching it all. Family dramas become exposed. and Yeah. And it's that's just the thing when everybody's got a say on it. That's why you know it's it's dangerous for like um, the really high profile YouTube people, for example. Yeah. And over the last sort of ten years, it's been like this. Yeah. Where th- they have such a following of people who feel so involved with their life that that becomes an influence to them. Yeah, and they're and invested all, and it, in some way in, yeah. in what they do and what they say. And if things don't go right for them, it's like it feels like it doesn't go right for them as well. Like, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, like, as th- as the creator in that aspect, you are sort of looking at all these people and maybe living your life by what they want, which also nobody should be living their life by what somebody else wants. Yeah. You know? And that comes into play in this movie as well, because, you know, Ed gets this huge sort of fan base. Yeah. This show is very popular. It's an instant hit. And it kind of... What these people are saying, and you see it, because it... It's the same thing. Yes. It just happens to be the last stage of technology as opposed to this stage. Yes, like the whole criti- criticism thing. Like, um, you know, yeah. his girlfriend, she's, you know, she doesn't want to really be on camera. She's just being herself. But then gradually she starts to see these criticisms of people kind of judging her and saying how they think she's terrible and he should get a new girlfriend. And, you know, and people face those same criticisms today. Exactly, it's just, not, it's just like, not in the newspaper, paper. it's on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Which I is... like that they kind of address those issues of people kind of not liking her, but she's just being herself, and her that kind of affecting her and their relationship. So I like that they kind of delved into all of that, and then the fact that he was like trying to get her to kind of entertain his audience and her whole reaction to that, and I thought all of that felt very real. So... Yeah. Like how somebody would really feel and react, especially because like they set it up really well that like she's obviously not comfortable being on camera and 
you know, that's not something that she's into. So once it gets to that point where people are criticizing her and then he's trying to like sell her as his girlfriend to his audience, I liked that they um, really played into that whole real emotion of all of that. Yeah. And this is, this is Jenna Elfman. Yes. Who's the girl friend. Um, uh, what's her name? Sherry. Sherry. Yes. And, um, I feel like, I feel like I've seen Jenna Elfman in a lot of places, but I know for a fact I've never watched like her big show. Oh yeah. But I, I, I've just seen her like, I, I can't picture, I just know her face very well. Like, I don't think Listen. she's done, like, a ton of movies. Which, if we do ever get to our series on faith-based comedies, you will see her in one of those, so. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she, she's she's pretty good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she does come across very, very real. And very, very affected, or affected by... Um, by what's going on by being on this reality television show for 24 hours a day um all the time yes which yeah i mean i don't know it, it, it some people are probably more um some people are probably built to be able to put that much of themselves out there that's why i feel like you know, like the really top tier YouTubers. And yes, I know when we talk about they craft a reality for themselves and all that business, because they do, you know, no, as, as, um, as, um, dedicated a fan of a particular YouTuber you might be, mm-hmm. you don't know their whole life. Yes, you but you only don't. know what they choose to show you. Exactly. Um, people are built. Some people are built to be able to put themselves out there, though, like that. And some people just aren't. Yeah. Some people really, really want privacy. Which and to be honest, here. I feel like, yeah, I feel like top-level YouTubers want privacy. That's why they craft it so well to show exactly what they want you to show, what they want you to see. Yes. Um, and we do see it here. I mean, I know I talk, I know I, I know I'm talking about it in terms of today, because that's really I think where I was looking at it at because it's the very, it's very, very similar as a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously in 1999, so it's a whole comment on on re- well, it's a whole comment on reality TV of that time as well as being this intelligent kind of or surprisingly intelligent conversation on privacy and 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 dignity i mean the first thing what what's the first thing we see ed do when he's on the show you, um, you know that's it's, when it's he basically wakes up in the just like when he wakes up in exactly <laughs> it's dignity gone out the window right there yeah <laughs> so that's basically the movie just telling us that you know, yeah. not directly, but if that's the first thing that he's doing, we've moved from this very private, nobody knows him guy to, oh God, we're going to know everything, everything about, about this him. guy. Yes. <laughs> um, 
which is, you know, something nobody wants. Everybody everybody likes some level of privacy. Yeah, I think you so. have to. You yeah. have to have it. If you do, I don't know I don't know what it would be like to not have it. <laughs> but I suppose that's the point of this movie as well. It shows you what it would be like to not have it. Yeah. That's true. And it, it well it doesn't go well for anybody. Oh no. Lots of very interesting things are revealed about his family. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's actually that, that, a lot of like whole, the whole family <laughs> drama just... stuff is wacky. Yes. Which he does have some pretty famous people in his family in this movie. <laughs> he does. Yeah. His brother mm-hmm. is the perfect person to play Matthew McConaughey's brother, yes. Woody Harrelson. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely ideal Casting, as brothers. I think, yes. Um but that's sort of the main big point of the first part of the movie is that Jenna Elfman's actually seeing Woody Harrelson. Yes. But then Woody Harrelson sleeps with someone else. Which is revealed on the show because... Which is revealed on the show. Ed is with the camera crew and he goes over to visit his brother to watch a game. And he's like, oh, I'm tired. I can't watch the game. He's like come on man no i'm here let's watch the game and then he hears a girl in the back oh sherry's here who's sherry and so sherry is obviously watching all of this happen on tv and seeing that her boyfriend is cheating on her so yeah (laughs) it's not good i'm going to sneeze so uh carry on (laughs) excuse me sorry about that Um, yes it's it, it, that's the first big thing that doesn't really go very well for this whole family. Yes. Oh, what what's the last name? Pacerni. Uh, something with a Pacerni. Yes. Aye, that's a that's the most American last name. Of yes. Well, all time. I, I, they do you know reference that he's from Texas and like like he's I like that Texas. he talks about his accent, how he can drop the accent anytime he wants, or he can just slide right on into it like this. <laughs> I think I think. To be honest, I think that's very true to Matthew McConaughey yeah. anyway. So I like I think that they kind of really. Himself. Yes, I like that they put that in there, like really just kind of emphasizing yeah, all of that. So yeah, yeah. And we have Dennis Hopper as his biological father, Martin Landau as yeah. his stepfather. Yeah. I don't know who plays his mother. I don't know. I don't know her. Um, I was watching this uh this YouTuber uh Be Kind Rewind, and she does like all these really great breakdowns on actresses yes. and like Oscars and stuff. And I remember watching one with her, and that actress, um, they talked about who won that year. I can't remember who won that year, but they talked about her. She was really like she. I guess the movie she was in in the studio she did it for had like no money. So they couldn't really do any kind of campaigning for her to win the Oscar. So she did all the campaigning herself and she would like did all kinds of crazy things to campaign for herself to get nominated. And she did. And she won, I think, the Golden Globe and ultimately didn't win the Oscar, but she got nominated. Sally Kirkland. So she, I guess I remember hearing her, hearing this story. What movie was this? Um, She was nominated for Anna. Anna. From 1988. Oh, what? Ah, yeah, I don't know Oscars that well to know off the top of my head who won in uh, 88 for Best Actress. I'm afraid. Someone will. 
Someone will. <laughs> Someone will know that. Janine, no, Schmodown. No. <laughs> Why do you put me on the spot like that? <laughs> yes, I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. Yes, it's um, terrible. But no, look, she's great as well. And like you said, those two other names as the 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 father and the stepfather. Ah, it was Cher for Moonstruck. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Yes. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, that. To be fair, that's a bit. I mean, that's a big publicity Oscar. Yes. Shares. So. Which check out? Yeah. We can rewind. She does a whole breakdown of that whole thing and why Share probably won and all of that. She, so yeah. She's very good. She's really she's a great. Very good. Kind rewind. Very I good love videos. her breakdown. She focuses on actresses and their whole kind of Oscar journeys and she goes into the other people who were nominated and what that means. And she does some great videos on like Oscar type stuff and actress careers and things like that. So yeah. check her out, definitely. Um but yeah. yeah. Uh, so I when I uh, saw that video I was like oh hey it's the mom from MTV because that's really the only other thing I had seen her from and just hearing that story about how she did all this crazy stuff to lobby for getting Oscar nominated so yes Sally Kirkland yeah I mean, I mean it's um, at, the, at the start of the movie we're all in belief that she kicked Dennis Hopper out yes um because Dennis Hopper was, I don't know. Doing she had a hysterectomy and he ran away oh, yes. with her nurse. That's right. <laughs> I love the whole That's reveal of that. Right. <laughs> uh, she could have yeah. been a nurse. What do you mean she could have been a nurse? She had white shoes. <laughs> He's like, Shaquille O'Neal has white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do like that line. I like that line a lot. <laughs> So does uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> so does Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Yes. That she could have been, been a nurse. That. What do you mean she could have been a nurse? Uh, she had white <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I would have uh, I would have thought it would have been quite funny if um if Dennis Hopper had run off with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, that would have happened great, there because he had white shoes, so he could have been a nurse. <laughs> He's like, so does Grandma. Spin, so does Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. So then it, all of it comes out that um, she, well, the father ends up dying, but he dies. Yes, yes. <laughs> it gets very sloppy. So first, it's revealed that the father didn't leave; she threw him out. Yes, because she was with Martin Lando. Yes. At this point, she was seeing Martin Landau and she was just like, I want Martin Lando. I don't want Dennis Hopper anymore. Goodbye, Dennis Hopper. Let's tell the children that it was the other way around. That I, that I, you know, yeah, he left us. Yeah. Um, so then it's kind of later revealed. So then she goes, you know, he comes back since Ed has the TV show. Dennis Hopper finds him and comes back and they have a little moment and he apologizes for things and, um, then I guess he apparently called the mother to meet with him to apologize. And then they ended up sleeping together and he had a heart attack in the middle of them sleeping together and died. But they don't say any of this. The doctor just tells him, Oh, you know, he died while having sex with his wife. So he thinks it's Martin Landau. So then when he sees Martin Landau coming up in his power chair, he's like, what? And then he realizes (laughs) that, yes, she slept with the father and he died. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I like I like the the uh dynamic between McConaughey and Martin Lando. Yeah, like you think it's kind of silly and then at the funeral they actually have a really nice moment. I really like that they yeah. took time to give you like a serious real moment between the two of them because you know, the whole time he's just like making silly things about how he has to he would like cough but then he'll die or <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Or he was like, yeah. I would yell for your mother, but then I would die. <laughs> Whatever he said. And just like, Martin, you know, like he's Martin like, Lando I have to pee. Being... Wish me luck. <laughs> like... Yeah. Martin Lando is being very silly Martin Lando. Yes. <laughs> like that's, we, even, what, that's what we like about him. Like even before he does the years. show. Yes. Even before they start the show and they're, his whole family, they're having dinner and they're asking him what the show is going to be about. And he's like, oh, uh, are they going to show you going to the bathroom? Are they going to show you having sex? Are they going to show you naked? And he's like, no, they're not going to do any of that. He's like, oh, this this show sounds like a dirty show. <laughs> they like, don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> and he's just making up all these ideas of him possibly being naked and saying it's a dirty show. So I just like that yeah. whole kind of him just being somewhat of a comic relief because um yeah and then they do give him that kind of nice moment um at the funeral where you know you do see that there is a bond there and it's not just kind of yeah surface level silliness and old people jokes <laughs> you know as 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 much as the as much as mcconaughey uh you know reconciles with dennis hopper yeah because you know he realizes that None of this was Dennis Hopper's fault. Yeah. Um. He at this at Dennis Hopper's funeral. Yeah, he does. He has this discussion with Martin Landau about how how Martin Landau is, you know, really is his dad. Yes. Or his father. And he can't even come say. into the funeral because of the cameras. No. Um. Yeah, the the family don't want him at the funeral because he's caused so much. Yeah. All, all the ca- they're not they're not coming across well on camera. Yes. So then you know this they have this moment at the gate away from the funeral service. Yeah. Um, and that you know that's a problem as well. You've got to think about that as well. Yeah. Like the f- it's it's not just on Ed. Like yeah, it might start off with Ed being a little bit scandalous. Yeah. Because he. He you ended know, up getting like with, with like, his like, brother's like, girlfriend who he cheated on and yes. all that. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, but we we don't know and it's all it's all this discussion of um because Woody Harrelson cheated on her. Yes. Is it is it okay and all that business? So you get all the fans going, Oh yes, she's much better with Ed. Yes. Yeah, so we it's great at like first. <laughs> we don't like yeah. Ray, he's terrible. We don't like Ray. And then Ray writes a book. <laughs> My brother pissed funny. on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, but that that's 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 the sort of first half of it. I feel like he's all that. And then the second is all the real family stuff with the, yes. the dads and everything. Then even at a all... certain point, you see that like, the studio starts to get greedy with him and then they start putting cameras on all the individual people in his life. Yes. Yes, they do. Um, which, which, <clears throat> sorry, doesn't go well. No. Um, no, nobody, yeah. The, the family, the family don't really, the family love it at first. Absolutely love it at first. Um, but, like we think, every, 
you know, with stuff like this, it's easy to love it at first and come and become sick of it very quickly. Yes. Um, I feel like, and I feel like that's exactly what happens in in uh, this movie. Ed, for the most part, is kind of yes, he's the protagonist, but he almost has the least amount of drama directly to do with him. Yeah, it's kind of how this show is affecting and building up all this drama for him in his life. Yeah, with yeah. with everyone else that surrounds him. Yeah, you know, rather than ultimately. He's just this guy that, yes, we see him get with his brother's girlfriend, but really the main drama in this movie from that is the fact that Woody Harrelson cheated, not the fact that Ed got with Sherry. Because Ed would not have gotten with her had he not cheated. So that wouldn't have been a thing. Exactly. No. But Ed's just going through, through this movie kind of feeling the burden or not fe- not the burden maybe the burden feeling the burden of what this is doing to the rest of his family and how they are or how nervous they are feeling yeah about the whole situation and with all these things coming out and all these secrets being revealed and yeah. such things none of them are directly about ed yeah. So it's just like, oh, I'm, I, you know, Ed's worried himself, but not about himself. I don't know. It's a weird situation. Yeah, it's I'm just products to of make sense what, of it. Yeah, it's just products of what have come of just being broadcast and not having that kind of filter, you know. So yeah. I think that's what makes it hard for him because, yeah, I mean, he had, he knew one, like he even says it, like, you know, he, went his whole life thinking one thing and now it's a whole different thing. So, yeah. Yeah. From the, from the TV executive point of view, you've got Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. So this is kind of her shot because I guess, you know, it's like a reality network and they're not really doing well. So this is kind of her idea and her baby and Rob Reiner is all too, eager to like put it all on her if things don't go good yeah and then of course once things go good then he's taking all the credit so you kind of see her get more and more so this is her baby and she built it and she put her faith in ed and you know um you kind of maybe see her kind of teeter that line of being a smarmy executive who really might be taking advantage of ed a little bit um yeah but then more and more you see kind of Rob Reiner make her get more disgruntled as time goes on. When the show's a success, you see him, you know, take credit. And um, when she kind of wants to do one thing, he tries to take it over and make it more, you know, crazy. Um, or like, you know, pushing her ideas to further something that she maybe doesn't agree with so once she kind of gets kind of shit on and more disgruntled throughout the thing throughout the movie you see that she's maybe she's not as a terrible person as you maybe thought she could be or she was at the start no and she you know she stands up to rob reiner a number of times yes and like i said i don't like seeing rob reiner be evil (laughs) i don't like it i'm so used to him just being nice yes it's, it's but unusual he did, he for me, did but he plays job. it very he, well. Yes. He does. I, I thought that what was very smart was her whole kind of, you know, Ed, 
at a certain point, he tries to say he doesn't want to do it anymore. But then Rob Reiner throws the contract in his face and says, you know, if you quit, you're in breach of your contract. So you will yeah. have to pay us for all the things that, you know, that whatever. All the, so, all, all the debts, the, all the de- that TV company has in, well, in, acquired. In, yeah, if you leave now. So he's kind of forced to stay with it. So then he gets the idea to, hey... Um, anybody who can get me any dirt on these TV executives, I will share it on my show if yeah. they don't take me off the air. So I loved like his whole plan to get out of it. And um, when that was going to happen and they he set a day and a time where he was going to reveal the biggest secret about one of these executives, I loved her whole reaction. They were like freaking out and like Rob Reiner's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And Ellen, she's just like eating on the end of the t- end of the table, just like, oh, well, how about we push it to Sunday and we promote it all week and we'll get the ratings up high, like just throwing it in your face that, well, this is something you would do if it wasn't directly affecting you. If it yeah. wasn't directly affecting you, you would be promoting the hell out of it and making a big spectacle out of it. But because it's something that could be revealed about you, you're freaking out. So I love that she kind of threw that back in their face. Like, oh, well, no, you know, this is not a terrible thing. We should just move it and make it move it to Sunday and promote it all week long. And then we'll get our ratings up. And so, like, I love that she was saying that all that very sarcastically, like, to kind of throw that in their face. And then her whole, like, flipping everybody off. And, like, he's like, if you say one more word, you're fired. And she's like, oh, well, what? what word is that? What, um, give me, give me a hint. (laughs) Her whole kind of sarcastic, I quit rant was probably one of the best. I quit leaving moments in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as, as, as iffy as my feelings are on Ellen these days, um, you know, she's great in this movie. Yes, I agree. She's great in this movie. And I do agree that that whole speech is a very, very good. I quit speech. Yes. And it just it just shows the again the intelligence of this movie to to make comments like that on you know about make comments like that about TV executives and about that industry. Yeah. Because it it is, it is like that. It's still like that. It was like that then and it was like that decades before it. Yes. You know, it, it's always never change. It's all just like about that. the ratings. It's not about the people. Exactly. You know, it's about what you can get out of them, what you can sell, and which, which you know, and this is this is why we we all we always love and lord um, those you know media making companies that do allow creative people to have the vast majority of the say of what they do yes with their things rather than you know it all coming from you know one committee of people kind of people yeah. who who just want reins yeah because at a certain point they do manipulate things and you know he has a meeting with elizabeth hurley this very hot lady when he's on Does, yes know, elizabeth hurley is in this movie yes so i mean it's a chance meeting when he first meets her but then they decide once he breaks up with Sherry because Sherry can't handle all the being on camera and all of that. So they decide, oh, well, you know, she rated really high when he first met her. People want to see her again. So yeah. then they kind of manipulate the whole situation. Like it's Ellen's dog that she's walking just so she can have a reason to be where he's at. And she doesn't really have yeah. a dog. Like 
So, you know, at a certain point, they kind of, they take the realness out of it and start kind of manipulating situations for the ratings and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that's where the really big comment on, on reality TV comes in, though. Because, yes, it's making a comment on the the corporate stuff. Yes, it's talking about privacy and dignity. But it's also, this movie hates reality TV. Yeah. It does. Because it does stuff like that. And it, sh- it, it portrays stuff like this as a manipulation. Yeah. As a completely dehumanising force. Which I do think reality tv is look at what happens to some reality tv stars doesn't end well yeah you know we we see news stories about it it does not end well it has resulted in you know some of the worst possible things happening yes um just because people can't handle this dreadful dreadful media form um and it, it is it is a manipulation as well a lot of the times in reality tv the the kind of good thing of ed tv is the fact that it is for the most part very very real because it's 24 hours constant you can't yes. and ed is this very um he's self-assured you know he knows what he's he knows what he's going to do he's not going to be thrown around um, he's just going to go about doing whatever he wants to do, really. Yeah. Like And like we see when it gets later on in the movie and he's, quote-unquote, not allowed to do that anymore. This is, That's when his whole situation with, right, okay, up, I'm going to yeah. spill the dirt on everybody. Yes. So, you know, I, I like Ed. Ed is a really good protagonist he in is. this movie. Because, yeah, like, um, he's kind of doing his own thing and then it's just all of this and how it's how it changes how it brings that into the drama and all that into his life. Um, yeah. He was never f- kind of the impetus of the drama. The drama came from what's yeah. surrounding him. I, I feel like, I feel like reality TV has gotten worse over the years as well in terms of scripting and manipulation. Oh yeah. Um, Basically reality TV shows these days are, staged reality unless they are some sort of contest yeah you know they you know look at something like well i know here we have obviously the only ways essex which is the essex based reality tv show in the south um that's basically scripted reality yeah because it's just like oh we'll just put you into these situations and then you and we'll let you talk but we'll just put you into these situations. Yeah. No. Let just <laughs> this it's what I actually like about it's what I'm actually interested about in something a concept like ed tv or even I feel like a concept like big brother. Yeah, because I mean, you there's not really in, hiding anything. There's not really hiding. What I don't like about that is when they start throwing contests in there. Okay, I think that yeah. show would be way more interesting. Like, I don't like the concept. It's seedy and nasty. Yeah. But it'd be, it's a more interesting idea if you literally don't tell these people to do anything. Anything and just see what they naturally do. 
yeah, it's it's terrifying. It's like Lord of the Flies, you know. It's Every frightening. For themselves, yeah. But it's, I don't like the manipulation of it all. I don't like the staging of it all. Um, that's that, and I frankly do hate reality TV anyway. So. <laughs> That's why I kind of really like this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, kind it of takes shows reality you, TV as well. It shows you the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. So, Yeah. Very, <laughs> very, very, very intelligent movie. <laughs> for for being on the surface a kind of rom-com with a little bit of drama in there, um, there's, there's so much depth to it. Yes. That was just surprising to me. I did not think that it would have this many layers to it. <laughs> and I'm so happy that it does. Yay. You always pick good movies, Janine. Because I'm good. I don't want to say. Mostly I think the bad ones that you didn't like were po- movies that like I hadn't seen either because they were like part of a series where the next movie was coming out in theaters. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I feel like that is almost true. I think the ne- the the movies we kind of really haven't liked on this show are the ones that we've been tying into <laughs> new releases. Yes. I mean, I think the only one maybe that I stands out that wasn't was the, t- that was the Fast and Furious. The, the two, oh, the, no, the, the Fast and Furious. All, the Tokyo all of, Drift. <laughs> absolutely just the best. Apart from, yes, Tokyo Drift. You were not a big fan of Tokyo Drift. <laughs> no, and the, he's goddamn back in the new one. Yes. What's going on there? What's so you're gonna going get more, on? Why? You're going to get more of that thick southern accent. And, yeah. By the way, I'm not even talking about Han. Like, sure, I'm glad Han's back. He's probably a clone like damn Star Wars is doing with everything. Do you know his name is Han Solo? His name is Han Solo. Yes. His name no, is Han Solo. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> See, the thing is, this just fits well with the Fast and Furious. If that was anything else, I'd be like, oh, God, that's horrible. But because it's Fast and Furious, I'm like, oh, God, yes, that's perfect. Me and Brandon have talked about this. We will be very excited if we hear Lucas Black say, Donkey Kong. (laughs) Or slap DK like Donkey Kong. (laughs) Yes, yes. Give that movie an Oscar if he says Donkey Kong. Lucas Black. (laughs) I don't want more of him. Get rid of him. Yes. <laughs> can we just can 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 it be? Can the plot please revolve around the fact that it's actually Lucas Black who they change into Han, and then can we just we have just, Han back? Can we see who who these parents are who birthed <laughs> John Cena <laughs> and yeah. Vin Diesel as brothers? <laughs> That's a point. Who are these people? And also, how the hell... I have so many questions about yes. Fast and Furious 9. Yes, I'm sure like... everybody does, though, and we'll we'll see them soon enough. It's like, what is it, like May that it comes out? So it's not that yes. long away. So, so, but you are going to be well-versed because you've seen all the movies now and you'll be, like, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when we did it, we were doing it for Hobson Shaw. Yes. So that, you know, that was the spin-off. This is the first full Fast and Furious movie. Yes. That I will have seen in uh in theaters. In the cinema. Yeah, it was so fancy. 
kind of excited. I never thought, truly, did I? Yes, you were just like these dumb car movies, and you actually really got into this franchise. See, that's why you need to listen to me. So when you think about, uh, Janine's making me do this, and think about how this ridiculous (laughs) series, and you enjoyed it. Yeah, but and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Ed T V and everything yes. it was saying. Oh, yeah. I also just have to give a shout out to uh <laughs> Clint uh Howard and all his, of his his whole running gag of like <laughs> these ridiculous phone calls about the eight little eight year old bastard who is quitting as his dog walker and the yes. hair plugs doctor who used doll hair <laughs> instead of human hair. In his hair plugs. And I like all those zoom in close ups of his terrible hair plugs. So, well, yes, I love know, that, you know, Ron, Ron, Ron Howard always Ron Howard has to always. throw his brother a bone. Yeah. Always. Clint Howard was, of course, also in Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. For a little, little bit. Um, I feel like, I feel like this is a pretty big role for Clint Howard in a Ron Howard movie though like he's always he's obviously always there but this is like a a legit supporting role this yes. isn't like a really third fourth tier character who comes in for one scene it's just like oh there's the there's the Clint Howard doing what he does <laughs> in Ron Howard movies this is just like an actual character yeah who has like his own little backstory of his little his little um you know running series of things that go wrong in his life <laughs> yeah and he's the what what is he like the director he's like the TV? engineer in the van he's the man in the van yeah. who's like running things outside so yeah, yeah pretty much um there we go janine i i believe we have a phone call we do today or a voice call a phone call what year <laughs> is this nobody Nobody calls into radio shows anymore, even though this is a podcast and not really a radio show. We're not on a frequency, did you know that? What year do I think it is? Do I think it is 1999? Perhaps. Um, I don't know what's going on. I'm talking about radio frequencies. (laughs) Nobody uses actual frequency radio anymore. It's all digital. They don't? Digital as well. I'm using the word digital like it's 2005. Well, before that, I think we should um, give a little shout out to our patrons. Oh, that's a very good point. We should, of course. It is Patreon. It is Patreon Day, Patron Day. Because uh, this week's episode of the main show is me and Nolan. So, you know, me and Janine always uh, always give the patrons, our wonderful patrons, a shout out every week. Um, if she's on the main show, we do it on the main show. If um, she's on this show which she's always on because it's this show this is our show <laughs> just because see so you're why, already kicking me out because my name's not on the title <laughs> why yes but you are in fact sat on the title on the logo you That's have right. a bigger presence on the logo than i do <laughs> this is true i wonder what i wonder who designed that logo oh i wonder to to give you such a large presence we're very sneezy today, Jimmy. Yes, I'm trying to be discreet about mine, but now you had to tell everybody that I'm over here sneezing. Well, it's fine. It's fine. We, <laughs> we've all got we've all got cold, and no, we haven't got that virus. <laughs> God, calm down, everyone. Um, but yes, let's give the patrons a shout out. Let's yes. let's let's do it, Janine. <laughs> all right. 
So huge thank you to Adam Collins. Yay, thank you, Adam. Thank you to the great Billy Polaham. Yes, of course. And of course, Brandon Hannah. Thank you, Brandon. And Carla. <laughs> yes. And Delisha Renee. Thank you, Delisha. Eric Garcia. Thank you. And thank you, Gigi. Gigi, who is definitely the next person <laughs> coughing again. It's all going wrong. Grant Gregory, thank you very much. And thank you, Jeff Newton. John Mariano. And uh, Ken Napsock, thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> um, mi- mi- uh, LK, I'm still just... I, I wish okay. we had a name. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a name, LK. I wish we had a name. And thank you, Odd Shaped Channel, Tom and Kimber. You guys are the best. Thanks, guys. Yes, we also have Oscar Romo. And Randall Sands. But he is not the last. <laughs> he isn't. We have a new patron. We do. And we are very thankful. And uh, you are wonderful. And thank you for supporting uh, yes. Jenny Lawson. Yay. Thank you so much, Yay. Jenny. You are awesome. Thank you to everybody who supports. It's a wonderful one on Patreon. That's where you go. You go patreon.com slash it's a wonderful one. Find the tier that may be right for you and for what we have to offer. And uh, yeah, that's the base stuff we we shout you out every week because we're so very thankful of your support it means the world to us i know i tend to come across like very kind of emotionless figure (laughs) with the way i speak but truly it means a great great deal it does Um, thank you guys so much but we do have a voice message we do have one of our wonderful patrons phone call on our old rotary phone um we have a (laughs) we have a voice message from one of we have a couple voice messages from our great patron and friend billy paulhan so let's see what he hello morgan and jane so i saw you were doing a series of morgan hasn't seen about movies about television which i helped vote for because i am a patron which i highly recommend everybody become a patron um anyway i thought of a lot of comedies involved tv when you really get down to it so i thought of stuff like uh galaxy quest tootsie and the weird al classic uhf just as a couple of examples but uh yeah you might be hearing from me again and uh, enjoy this series Eric Monroe brought up UHF last week. He did, week. the Weird Al movie. So I'm definitely curious to check that out because I trust Eric and Billy's recommendations. He also talked about so Galaxy Quest, which will be our bonus in this series. So I'm really excited yes, for it you will. to see that one because that is a very fun movie. Um, well, I, I hope Billy's excited for that episode as well. Yes. Um, but Thank we you, also Billy, have for, a for continu- that one call. <laughs> we have a continued message from Billy. Yes. So let's see what more he had to say. Another message, and it's not from Carla. Oh, 
the humanity. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I thought of more movies about television, just as examples. A couple of my favorites off the top of my head um, are The Running Man, The Truman Show, and Network. And those are more like dramatic, at least uh, Network and The Truman Show are. And I think they are all really, really good movies that you should check out. And you should also check out uh, Morgan Hasn't Seen on Anchor and Spotify, as well as Machine Mondays. And the main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast with uh, co-host Nolan Bean. All right. Have fun. Oh, look at all that nice advertising. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy's making a Billy's making a strong play. Yes, he's trying to beat Carla for that uh, that's the top spot. Hey. He's, I, he's calling like Carla out. He's calling Carla out. Yes, uh, I like uh, his technique. He's doing the promo. <laughs> I must say. <laughs> I know. It's working. Is yeah. it working, Carla? We'll have to find out. Yeah, Carla, what, what you got, Carla? What you got? <laughs> Doing all the promo. Yes. Talking about great movies like the movie we covered last week, The Running, the Running Man, Man yes. Network, yes. Truman Show. Wonderful. But you actually movie. have seen Truman Show and Network. Right? Yeah. So now you've seen all yeah. three of those movies he mentioned. Yes. Be pleased with me, Billy. <laughs> I recently watched Network for the first time last year. Network's a tremendously 70s movie. Yes. <laughs> But also, like, still relevant, like it always will be. <laughs> Very true. Oh, dear. Isn't that sad? <laughs> Isn't right? That sad that A lot the of this network stuff. will always be relevant. <laughs> relevant, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and stuff like EdTV will always be relevant. Exactly. Um, um, but, yeah. Hopefully, The Running Man will be less relevant. <laughs> um, I hope so. Hopefully, hopefully. It won't get there. I mean, I, no, that don't. technically that time has already passed. It was 2017, so I think we're safe. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We are. I think we're, we're safe. past. We're past the running man time. Yeah. It's all okay, everyone. And I remember um, the score this time. You, do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a great score. Ed TV not not doesn't have a score to speak. Not of. really, no. <laughs> um, is a shame but I suppose it is not about that what it does what it does is that it, it what it does well it does very 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 well yes and I am uh, I was just a, I was a big fan of this movie I really really was so do, were you a fan of the uh, the big reveal of the secret and how Ed was able to get himself off of television <laughs> sure I mean he calls out Rob Reiner's uh, what do you call it? Uh, penile in, in, implant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you went direct with it. I don't go direct <laughs> with things like I'm British, Janine. We don't say things directly like no, that. You don't say things like we say, that. So we say sorry. stuff like, we say stuff like, um, his <laughs> slight incompetence. Impotence. Imp it's not impotence, though, is it? We don't know if he's impotent. Well, I mean, if you're putting something in there to help pump it up, then obviously you can't do it on your own, right? So. Well, yeah, but doesn't impotent mean like. Impotent means like you're infertile. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that's ever said. 
Rob Reiner has erectile dysfunction, basically, is what we're getting at. See, Matthew like McConaughey you were very calls direct right there. <laughs> I know, but I was trying to be funny, Janine, and you didn't let me. I'm sorry. I just thought that was the <laughs> word that you were trying to think of. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, my, my humor never works, and we all know it doesn't. It's just so very dry. So very dry. Too dry, dry. I'm dry. Like, no, that was going to be a terrible joke. I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> yes, though. Um, Matthew McConaughey calls out Rob this Reiner executive, for, uh, but he doesn't say the name. And as the moment he he's doesn't. about, you see Rob Reiner panicking. And then as you soon as he's about to say the name, he's on the phone and yeah, oh, they pulled the plug. And then he tries, oh, well, I, I was just doing it to protect you guys. I didn't want your secrets to be revealed. But everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Yes, I mean, it's it not is. funny because it's kind of like terrifying. Yeah. Um, but and that the is, one is who... truly the worst possible thing. And the one who reveals this to Ed, who gives him this information. Yes. Is Ellen DeGeneres. And I love that she calls. You wonder how she, she knows. To... Yes. Well, no, she how said. How does Ellen know? She said, like, a secretary told her because um, oh. he got a b- little bit blitzed at the Christmas party. <laughs> so, oh. yes. So, okay. someone found out about it in a drunken Christmas party and told her. And so she puts on this terrible voice. And she's like, I'm only going to say this once because talking like this is really hurting my voice. <laughs> oh. Look, as kind of, as, as, smart and as uh serious in parts as a movie this is it's also very much got its silly moments yes and it's comedy and it's fun and i just think it, it all it all just works really really well it's a very well balanced movie it is um and it was just a lot better than i thought it was going to be i think that's that's my main takeaway yeah, is that like, I was I just so pleased that it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it kind of had something to say. It had some great social commentary that you maybe weren't expecting. Yeah, because when I went to rewatch it, I was like, oh, this is kind of saying some things. And this is all like plays out really well. Yeah. Janine, is that going to do it for this episode? Yes. I just want to say that that's why I love doing this series with you because I mean, you are discovering these movies for the first time, but in getting to rewatch them, I kind of get to rediscover things about them that I maybe forgot about or, you know, yeah. yeah so they kind of, it's not all about me new to me again. So yes, thank you for not seeing things <laughs> so that I get to thank see them again you for not seeing things. It's a nice, that's, so that I get a, to see them again. Nice thing to say. Rediscover them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not all about me. So I don't like the fact that my name's in the title because people think it's all about me. It's not really all about me. <laughs> As we've just discovered. Yes. Right just there. <laughs> but there we go, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen. Uh, NTV 1999, Ron Howard with McConaughey. Woody Harrelson, Jenna Elfman, Martin Landau, Dennis Hopper. Who else is in this movie? What's her name? The mother? Clint Howard. Oh, that's not. No, Clint Howard's not the mother. <laughs> no. If Clint Howard was, about... was the mother, I that was would be really to... interesting. 
<laughs> I was about to say Glenn Howard, and then you asked who the mother was. Uh, Sally Kirkland. Sally Kirkland. There we go. Um, what, what do we have to do now, Ginny? Oh, all the promotey stuff. <laughs> all the promotey stuff. <laughs> which Billy which obviously... did, gave us a great start. So thank you, Billy. He did. That's why I got confused. I don't know what to <laughs> we do We already now. did it. Billy already did it. So <laughs> um, we can talk about what's coming next week. <laughs> we can talk about what's coming next yes. week, which is Janine. Stay tuned. John Ritter. Love this movie. I'm so excited to show it to you. I haven't seen it in a long time. And I remember just watching this as a kid and loving it. The concept is very fun. Um, lots of devil version satire of like things you know in pop culture. So, and I know you love stuff about the devil. So, <laughs> I do. I do. From what you have told me about this movie, I'm going to really, really like this yes. bizarre thing. There's satire so, on uh, like Looney Tunes and satire on um, Looney Tunes. Wayne's World and satire on uh, music videos like MTV music videos and just, yes, everything. I'm about period it. pieces and yes wrestling and yes. I, I'm a, I'm about this I'm I'm about yes. this movie I'm looking forward old to old gangster it. movies like yeah he gets stuck in oh, the I'm, TV I'm... and he's bouncing from channel to channel and like while he's bouncing to these channels these shows are trying to kill him because this is kind of the devil's high tech new way of trapping souls so yes this is great <laughs> this is great I'm looking forward to watching stay tuned. Um, a lot. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah. But if you want to leave a voice message, like Billy left a voice message today, if you want to make a strong play f- to be number one caller, <laughs> then, uh, you know, you can go to Anchor and leave a voice message on there. Anchor, it's a wonderful podcast. There is also a link in the description of every episode of every show that we have Um, to go and leave us... Uh, or whatever, whatever platform you're listening on to go and leave yes. us a voice message on Anchor as well. Uh, we do have this show every Wednesday. And as Billy said in his call, we have Machine Mondays every Monday with Janine the Machine okay. sat over there talking all the schmo down things. We have the main show every Friday. It's a wonderful podcast itself where obviously we talk about those wonderful older movies that uh, we all love and uh, cherish and some that we give a uh, a light to that may you know may need one yes may may need a light shone on it and we like doing that as well uh, i'm always over there and uh yeah janine and nolan switch weeks and uh we have fun it's the big episode 100 soon we're very very excited about it it's going to be great yes it's next week you know, episode 99 is this friday it's insane. Oh my God. It's craziness. Um, I did not truly think we would get this. I'm going to get probably a little bit emotional in a little bit of a speech. Oh my God. On that okay. thing. So, <laughs> you know, stay tuned for that. Stay, stay tuned, tuned for that. But dumch. Yes. I need the drummer behind me with his, with his comedy gag music. Um,. What else do we have? You can find the show, you find the feed on Anchor, of course. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Google Podcasts, whole bunch of other places. We're everywhere. It's great. If you have a podcast provider that doesn't have us, then that's their fault, not our fault. We're everywhere. <laughs> Blame that. 
place. It's not my fault. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> on Twitter, we're at uh, It's a Wonderful One. I'm on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with a three instead of the E in the because Janine. Three is the magic number. Or on Instagram at the Purple Dawn. Janine, all the stuff is at. Oh, you can find me at Janine Debbie on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get some awesome merch for all the shows we just mentioned, or just check out my artwork, you can find it at uh, G9Design on tpublic.com. Well, there we go, guys. Until next week when we're getting trapped in a television with the devil and John Ritter. <laughs> going through various channels and getting killed. Should be a lot of fun. I mean, not to get killed, (laughs) but just to go through the channels on a television and, you know, converse with the devil. That would be very fun. Um, Until then, there's only one thing left to do. Janine, please count us down. Three, two, one. White shoes too. <laughs> <laughs>